Welcome to another broadcast of The Simple Truth, an outreach of Eye on the Crown Ministries, a ministry whose purpose is to present the Word of God in a dynamic and easy-to-understand manner, so all men, women, and children will hear the good news of Jesus Christ and accept Him as their Savior and Lord of their life. It's easy to do what everyone else is doing or go along with the crowd because it's easy, but just because everyone else is doing it doesn't make it right. Sometimes the path in life that seems easy and is popular can lead to bad choices and many regrets. The Word of God calls this the broad road that leads to destruction. God also gives us the way to choose the path that leads to everlasting life. So I invite you to take out a pen and paper as we take a wonderful journey through the Word of God with your Bible teacher, Weldon Green, as he presents the pre-recorded sermon entitled, It's God's Way or the Highway, based on Matthew chapter 7, verses 12 through 14, which says, Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law of the prophets. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way, which leads to life, and there are few who find it. It is our prayer that your heart and mind will be open and receptive to God's Word, and that its truth will be revealed to you. Amen. It had been a long day as Jesus taught the people on the Sermon on the Mount. He taught them many things, starting out with the Beatitudes, saying that blessed are those that will receive rewards in heaven for their faithfulness and their righteousness here on earth. He went through many laws and he just opened up the word of God and all of the sayings of the prophets and all of the teachings that the Israelites knew so well. And the people were amazed and astonished because they said, never have we heard teachings like this before. Surely it didn't come from the scribes and the Pharisees that they often had to listen to. But Jesus spoke with authority and he also spoke with compassion. And so he opened up the scriptures to the people and all through chapter five and all through chapter six of the gospel of Matthew, Jesus taught them the ways of life. Now, he also stretched their imagination and he, he caused them to think about things they would, that they wouldn't normally want to do. He challenged them to take a different course in their life because whereas they had heard an eye for an eye and a two for a two, Jesus said that you need to pray for those who despitefully use you. That when your enemy is hungry, feed him and when he's thirsty, give him water. And the people looked at this as wonderful teachings, but they didn't quite grasp at that time that Jesus was leading them down a different path in life. That Jesus was presenting to them something that would determine which course in life they would take. And in chapter 7, Jesus summed up all he had been telling them in chapters 5 and 6. He summed up all of these teachings on the Sermon on the Mount by saying, therefore. As he was about now to present to them the ultimate challenge 
that would set them on a course that would determine which way in life they would go and also where they would spend eternity. He first started off by giving them what we normally call as the golden rule. Do unto men as you would have them do unto you. Many of you have heard that from your parents and, and, and many have heard that from, from other places and every religion adopts that even those who don't claim a religion adopts the golden rule. But what the people looked at was just a rule. Jesus looked at as a, as, as, as a way of life. He was setting the foundation for what Christianity would be about. No longer would they show their faithfulness by their outward religion, but they would have to show it by an inward relationship with God. Because there are many who have a religion, but very few who practice true Christianity. And there is a big difference. And so Jesus then told them about two gates. He told them about the gate that was broad and wide that many choose. And he told them about the gate that was narrow, that few find. And these gates were to represent which way in life people would choose to go. The gates were not the final end. The gates were the beginning of the journey. Because behind the broad gate you could find a broad road that had wide boundaries and that a lot of people would choose. And behind the narrow gate you would find a narrow road that was very restricted and you would find very few people on it. Now you know this, this broad road reminds me of the super highways that we have. You know the, the big highways we have here in Houston in Interstate 10 and Interstate 45 and Highway 59. You can find a lot of people on those roads. No matter what time of day you travel, you can find people on the road. You find a lot of people on the road. You find all kind of people on the road. And you know, I hear people complain all the time about the traffic in Houston. How bad the roads are. There's always accidents on them. But yet, people take that broad road every day. And you wonder why, if they complain so much about it, why do they take this broad road every day? Because it offers you easy access. And it promises you a speedy travel to your intended destination. And the broad way in life is like that that leads to destruction. You wonder why are there so many people on this broad road that leads to destruction? Well, one is because it offers you easy access and it offers you speedy travel to your intended destination. Now you'll find all kind of people on, this, on these super highways here in Houston. And if you look around and you observe, you will scare you. The type of people you find out there. People are impatient on the dangerous highway. They're very impatient. So they're speeding along and they seem like they're always in a hurry. Always in a hurry to get somewhere. Regardless of where they're going, they're always in a hurry to get there. If they're just going a mile down the road, they're in a hurry to get there. Driving very fast, far above the speed limit. Some of you out there shaking your head and saying, I resemble that remark. Many of you are traveling, you're in a hurry to get wherever it is that you're going. And sometimes I wonder why. But you know, I find myself guilty of that at times. Traveling on that broad road because there are no restrictions. There are no restrictions. 
you find distracted people on these super highways. People that are doing everything. They're multitasking, if you will. They're traveling alone and some are putting on makeup. Some are talking on the cell phone. You have some trying to eat a three-course meal, hamburger, fries, and a Coke. Just last Sunday, as Jared and I were coming to church, we saw a man reading a book, driving with the book on the steering wheel, looking down, reading the book. So you find people distracted on the highway, and they're very, very dangerous. You find angry people on the highways. They're at their breaking point, and it doesn't take much to set them off. And then you have road rage. But you know, you find a lot of people like that on the broad road. You don't know why they're angry. You wish they were not so distracted. And you wish they were not in such a hurry because they endanger everybody else. But one thing they don't know is that this broad road that they're on is leading to destruction. You especially have to watch out for those who have that Christian fish on the back of their car. Now those are the ones that's likely to give you a hand signal with one finger sticking up. And I'm sure they're not saying glory be to God. And it makes you wonder. They got this fish signal sign on their car. You think they're a Christian, so either they don't know what the sign means, or they just borrowed the car, and it's not there. So you have to watch out for all kind of people. We tend to call them hypocrites, because you'll find them on the broad road as well. They can tell you how to live, but they won't live it themselves. And you know, it seems like more and more people are getting on the broad road. It doesn't matter what time of day or night, the broad roads are packed. And you know something about the broad road is that no matter which direction in Houston you drive, you can find a broad road. You can find an interstate no matter which direction you drive, you will eventually come to a broad road. And that's the, that's the easy access that it offers to people. And some say that all roads lead to heaven. All roads will lead to God. You just need to pick which road you want to travel. But that's not what the scriptures say because in John 14 and 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man can come unto the Father but through me. And so that road is the narrow road that many don't choose and many never even find. And that's why the broad road is so popular because it's so easy to find. And you know there Jesus goes on and he teaches the people about what they can find on this broad road and what they can find on the narrow road. And here's the truth. You will spend eternity somewhere. It's just a matter of where will you spend it. Will you spend it in heaven or will you spend it in hell? The choice is up to you. Because the Bible says that I have laid before you this day life and death. Which one will you choose? On this broad way, there is what's known as an HOV lane, a high occupancy vehicle lane. 
the high occupancy vehicle lane allows you to travel even faster than everyone else on the broad highway. But there's a stipulation. You must carry someone along with you. And the many people you can carry along with you, the better. Well, the broad road that leads to destruction is the same way. As many people as you can bring with you on the road to destruction, it seems like you get special traveling privileges. We call those false teachers. As many people as they can deceive into traveling to destruction with them, the better. And so this high occupancy vehicle lane will get you to your destination in a hurry. And you know, if you're not paying attention sometimes because uh, false teachers can be deceptive and the road may start off in the right direction, but if you're not paying attention, it'll take you out of the way that you're trying to go. Just think about Bellway 8. You may be traveling north on Bellway 8, but if you're not paying attention, it'll start curving to the west and then to the south and then to the east. And you're still traveling along, probably reading the book like the guy who had it on the steering wheel. And you, but you, and you know something? While you're going along on this broad road in a circle, you're paying a heavy toll in your life. A heavy toll. Because you're going to find all of the types of problems and trials and destruction that this broad road will eventually lead you to. And you're going to be going in a loop, paying a heavy toll as you go along. Now... I've told you all about that raggedy car I had in college. The one that was so loud you could hear me coming from a half mile away. The one that every time I had it parked for two hours or more before I could drive it again, I had to put in a gallon of water and a quart of oil. That car, I think we called it a, a whoopty at the time. But I think it had gotten so bad that it was at the point it was called a hoopty because it was so bad. And when I graduated from college and became an officer in the military, one of the first things I did was buy me a new car. I'm talking about a nice sports car that had the sunroof on it, a Nissan 200SX. And, and it was fully equipped. It had the, the luggage rack on the back. Now, you know, they were putting them on the trunk in, in those days. They don't do that anymore because you look country now if you do that. And it had a voice warning system. So when the gas ran low, it said, fuel level is low. And if you tried to drive and the door was sort of open, it would say, your door is open. So when I had somebody riding with me to try to impress them, I would kind of leave my door open. And when I drove, especially if it was a young lady, so she could hear my car talking and it say, your door is open. And I say, oh, oh, and I, I close it. One other thing I liked about this car is that it had a monster system in it. A monster stereo system. And so when I drove it, I would, I would roll down the music and crank that equalizer, the equalizer up and I'd crank up the volume and boom, 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 boom. As I'm going down the road, the young people know what I'm talking about. I wasn't saved at that time. Let me, let me put that in there. I wasn't saved at that time. But I brought that up to tell you this. When I was on that broad road, I was looking good. But I was on my way to hell. I was traveling in style, 
but I was headed for destruction. And it's the same way with people today. They're looking good, but they're on their way to hell. They're enjoying the finer things in life. They're enjoying all the recognition that people can give them. They're enjoying the big bank accounts and the nice houses. They're enjoying all the popularity, and they're looking good, and they're in style. But they're on the broad road, and they're on their way to hell. Luke chapter 12, verse 20 and 21 says, The person who hoards treasures for himself here on earth and is not rich towards God is a fool and will lose his life. You know there are some people that are on this broad road to destruction. They realize that they're heading in the wrong direction and they try to get off. But what they find when they do is that people are blocking them from getting off of this broad road to destruction. You know how it is when you're coming up on your exit, but you waited too late to try to get off. And nobody is just going to let you in and let you over because they're all angry and in a hurry and got that Christian symbol on their car. Those are the last ones that are going to let you in. And they want to get off of this broad road to destruction, but you can't because people are blocking your way. So what people do then is that they continue on on the road to destruction and they miss their exit. And they go on and they feel helpless in their course and they're headed for destruction. Many people on the broad road want to get off. But some people here today want to get off but will miss their exit. For whatever reason you're allowing people to block your way, you will miss your exit. Now, you all know, how many of you have seen my, uh, my new chauffeur? Jared, that's my new chauffeur. And y'all pray for me. Jared is doing good though. Jared is doing good in, in his driving. But as I've been teaching him to drive and he's earned his operator's license now and I'm still, you know, giving him instructions as he's driving, one of the things I'm teaching him is about how to get in and out of traffic. And one of the things I tell him is that you have to make up your mind and you have to do it. You can't be piddling around. You can't be thinking about it. You have to make up your mind, plan, and do it. It's the same way when you want to get off the broad road to destruction. You have to make up your mind to do it and do it. You can't wait around. You can't think about it. You can't be saying, well, what is this person going to think? I don't want to cut this person off. You have to force your way sometimes off of this broad road to destruction. Or else people will run you over. Or they just will not let you out on this broad road to destruction. In verse number 14, Jesus says, Many choose the wide gate and the broad way, because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way that leads to life, and there are few who find it. Now, there are several reasons why people do not enter into the narrow gate. One of the reasons is that the gate is narrow. You can't enter into the narrow gate with a whole lot of baggage. The narrow gate is only wide enough for one person to get through at a time. That means that you can't come in with someone else. It's not like the buddy plan in the military. It's only wide enough for you. 
and it's only wide enough for you to get through stripped of everything. You have to come in naked of your pride. You have to come in naked of all of your worldly resources that you're depending on. You don't have to give them away, but you have to be stripped of it in your heart and in your mind. Because the narrow gate will have some challenges that when it leads to that narrow road, that those things will weigh you down. And so it's narrow. And that's why many people can't enter in. Now the scripture says in 2 Corinthians that there must be a changing of your heart and of your mind. The old you must be done away with. And you must let the new man take control. Well, listening friends, that's all for this week. But I hope this week's broadcast has been a blessing to you and has encouraged you to either seek a closer relationship with God or accept Jesus as your Savior. There is no greater or more fulfilling decision you will ever make in your life than this. See, the broad road is hard to resist because it seems popular, easy and exciting and a fast way to get where you want to go. But that doesn't always make it the best way or the right way. See, there is an old adage that says there is safety in numbers. But when it comes to going against the word of God or choosing a path that he did not set for your life, there is no safety in numbers. Because God holds each of us personally responsible for our decision to trust him as our Lord and Savior. The path that leads to salvation and eternal life is narrow and not many people are on it. But it is the right road to take and requires that you trust in Jesus. So if you are ready to get on the right road, the Bible says it's as easy as acknowledging your sins before God and asking him to forgive you for those sins. Then ask Jesus to come into your life and be your Lord and Savior. For the Bible says in Romans chapter 10 verse 13, Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Also, for those of you who are listening to this broadcast on iTunes or in, on Podbean, I invite you to visit our website at www.iOnTheCrown.org and explore some of our other resources. And please feel free to send us an email through the Contact Us link on the ministry website and let us know how the broadcasts have made an impact in your life or what we can do to improve them. Your input will be welcomed and greatly appreciated. Now, thank you for listening and join me again next week for part two of the sermon, Is God's Way or the Highway? And invite someone else to listen with you. Now, have a blessed and prosperous day. God bless you.